Is this thing on? On and ready and raring to go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. UCR is back and we have UCR live coming at you all the way from, you know, all over the world because we are multinational at this point. We are living the dream and, and we're here. We're here to untangle the riddle that is life and living and all the good things. Hey, Tim. Tim is here today. How you doing? Oh, uh, super, super. We uh, we had a fun week. On uh, Monday morning, I broke three toes. So my foot is all swollen with a huge blood blister underneath one of my nails. And and then I went to an eye doctor, and he basically mocked me about my vision for an hour and then was like, uh, you have severe cataracts. You have to have surgery, like, as soon as possible. So uh, that's next on the agenda. So other than that, hey, hey. Life is great. I'm not in a submarine, so I'm okay. <laughs> Things are looking up. Things are looking up, all right? That's Literally. It. Literally. Oh. Well, look. Yeah. He's, he's kind of here. If anyone's wondering what that sound is, Tim, do you want to explain what the, you've explained before? But do you want to explain what the sound is? Oh, no. Can you hear it? I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, no, no. Um, that's my. That's I do home dialysis, and that's my dialysis machine filling up a a sixty liter sack with water and dialysate next to me. I try yeah. to do it before the show starts, but I had some I had problems with my with with it filling and a couple of alarms and stuff, so it took longer than usual. So now we have to sit and listen to it hum in the background. So I apologize. That's all good. No, it is all good. We like to educate the folks at home as well, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, guys, blood squirts across the screen. It's real fun. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. We had a gusher the other night. You gotta, you just gotta be on at the right time to see the blood show. It's like Disney, you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna get Gotta, gotta find out. You gotta stay with us. <laughs> to see if this will decapitate all over the screen. It'll be great for everyone involved. Yeah. <laughs> at the legal offices of Trapassi and Co., how are things today? Pretty good, you know. I, I can't complain. It's, uh, we've had a good week. It was nice. We saw fireworks. It was it was good. It was a lot of family time. So ah, Fourth yeah. of July, very nice, very nice, very nice, very nice. Right? Oh, you cool. don't do that in Australia, right? No, we don't do that in Australia. It's very controversial here. We don't. Oh, we do Australia Day, but it's a little bit controversial. Like, well, like the forties, right, right. it's a little bit controversial. You know, yeah. we like to, um, you know. You know what? I hate that people made it like uh, fucking stupid this year, saying like, "Oh, well, I don't want to celebrate. I don't have to celebrate. I don't want to." You know, fuck it. It's the Fourth of July, asshole. Get over yourself and just have fun. It's it, right. It, 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 like scrolling through TikTok and seeing some videos it just pissed me off. I'm like, you fucking live here, deal with it, and you know, set up firework and have a goddamn beer. Like, relax. It's not that. <laughs> But not one of those beers, not one of those gay beers, right? No, a fucking vodka <laughs> crayon. That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, that's gay. A vodka crayon's gay. Don't you're going to say gay water. Vodka, 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 vodka,
It's gay water. We like it. <laughs> I don't think it's true. <laughs> Melting away in the house <laughs> is, is Vera. How are you, V? Oh, she's gone. Oh, I think she's gone. Hold on. Hold on. She quit. You're back. You're back. You're back. Okay, it happened. Yeah, I'm melting. It's like a magic trick. <laughs> all, of, all of my wiring is fixed. I'm happy to report. Uh, I, at the risk of getting beaten up by Christina, I did not do anything to the fourth this <laughs> <laughs> But not because I'm mad at America. I'm mad at America most of the time. But because I had to work till late Monday, and then I had to be to work first thing Wednesday. So wasn't a lot of time to party so i'll catch the fireworks and the beer next year it was against your will you know you could you had no control over it i didn't i, <laughs> I probably would have celebrated if i could even though i yeah. am mad at america <laughs> see you would have exactly it's just like We're get over it, and fucking mad at it. Not, yeah. i feel like you should get a t-shirt made vera mad at america <laughs> like, that's the new merch. That's the new merch. up to our promise, kids. <laughs> bad in America, bad, bad, bad and sad. And of course, the man of the hour is not here again this week. Christina's ready. Speaking of people, Christina's ready to deck. Poor Jeffrey Abbott. Poor Jeffrey Abbott is not with us today. I gotta go to his house and start knocking some sense into it. Just make sure he exists, because at this stage, he's like an urban legend. <laughs> At this point, I'm taking there. a drive up there. You're taking a, I'm there. taking a drive from the island. I'm <laughs> going. It's always the excuse to get out of the house. Six right? hours. <laughs> it's a it's a welfare check. Just tell just tell yeah. Trap Daddy it's, it's a welfare check. Yeah, so it's, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to point out that you get to announce our week, but then you never announce your week. My weeks are always pretty yeah. the same. My weeks are always pretty the same. <laughs> Um, I have what have I done this week? I've been on <laughs> holidays, so no dance studio teaching. Oh, we've got to say bon voyage to our friends Anna Ronata. They are off to Germany very soon in the next couple of days. So my Ooh. my background will change for a couple of weeks. I'll have my have the um the wonderful gothic wallpaper back. Um, maybe we'll see. We'll see where I just yeah. We'll we'll see nice. where I decide decide to shoot because I'm going to um. Pets at the menagerie at Anne's house, and um, you know, to hang around with the ghosts and the dogs and all the good stuff, and you know, live a life that's different and interesting. Start yeah. a new job. Start a new job next have? week. Uh, so, oh, Anne's got. They've only got one ghost, but they've got two dogs and three cats. So you know, busy. Wow. <laughs> it's a busy house. Yeah. It's a full house. And then I just remember sitting there one night, one night a couple first or second, the first time. First time I house sat for them, and the dogs just kept staring and barking up the dark hallway. I'm like, "This is not it. This is not it." I'm not <laughs> it. So I got up, and, got up, and had a chat to to um, Artie Z, who owned, used to own the house. I said, "Look, I'm just here to look after the dogs. You don't bother me. I don't bother you. We're all good." And then nothing else, nothing else happened. I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's that's cool. I'm down with that." Lashana's <laughs> watching. Hi, Lashana. How are you, girl? Good to see you. But yeah, other than that, I have, I have. I'll show. It's pretty gross, but I'll show everyone. Look at this. Look at this grossness. Oh God! It's, I know. it's hideous. It's hideous. It, as, as I was saying, this is my um, the revenge for my vanity. I have like a small sunspot on my forehead, and I'm like, 
Oh, people were, were concerned about it. I'm like, oh, look, okay. I'll, I will honor people's concern and finally go get it checked. Not that I had the money to do it, but <laughs> it was going to be $90 to, for, this, for this appointment, right? So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I don't really have the money. Oh my gosh, happy birthday, girl. 43. Get it. Happy birthday. It. We hope you did something amazing. You hope you did an amazing thing. Whatever you, whatever you chose to do on your birthday. I think after 40, you realize your birthday is about you and you're like, fuck everyone else, because that's me from now on in. I'm like, fuck yeah. everyone else. I'm going to do what I want to do. Anyway, <laughs> so I went to this appointment, filled out the paperwork, literally sat there for less than five minutes. He's like, come in. He's like, ah, oh, it's nothing. I can get rid of it for you, though. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can have a lovely, smooth five head like I had before. <laughs> you know, awesome. <laughs> that's great. It's like, oh, it's it's, it's just going to be a little bit cold. I'm like, sure, no worries. I can handle the cold. I thought he had taken a drill to the front of my head. I was like, oh, my God. Oh. And then I had to come home <laughs> and have Advil. I was like, oh, my God, I'm such a wuss. I'm like, oh, God. But he's like, That's oh, it'll video just. video evidence of you making that face. It'll just blister. Yeah. <laughs> there is video evidence now. Um, it'll just blister and fall <laughs> off. So we're at that gorgeous phase now. I didn't realize that I had to, A, go to a show at the, in Sydney tomorrow and start a new job next week. So hopefully it's all resolved. Oh, get it. You'll be fine. Get like a, a nice band-aid, you know? Like... A nice band-aid right in my head. Hello. <laughs> I look like I've been attacked by a small walrus. You hit your head on the cabinet. You hit your head on the cabinet. <laughs> that's how it happened. No, that's how it happened. Don't even. I, I, oh, I did stop. It wasn't, it wasn't there. It wasn't there before. And then I stood up, but I shifted my weight forward and clipped the bathroom cabinet and scraped like a couple of layers of skin and bruised oh. it. And, and that... That's what it's, it's just hyperpigmentation. So that oh. and the sun, sun must have made it like a cute little mark. But yeah, never again. I'm, he's like, "Do you want anything else?" Looked at. It. I'm like, "No, I'm all good." <laughs> I don't go outside. Look at the color of me. Do I look like I spend time outside? No. <laughs> oh, look. That sounds. That sounds like a perfect video. That sounds like the perfect birthday. On oh, my birthday, I just slept that all day. Is and my kind of birthday. And there was a thunderstorm. Oh. oh. Lucky bitch. If you had cake, if you had cake, I would be in the house. Perfect. And if you, especially if you're like alone too. Like I feel yeah. like that would be like the first, just alone. Like I don't want to be around anybody. Like leave me alone. My food and my Netflix in my bed with an awesome thunderstorm. Good night. How funny is it that like back in the day okay. you would do anything, you would do anything to get out of the house and see people. You're like, yes, yeah. I must go. And now you get older, you're like, I don't want to see anyone for the next five years. No. Don't look at me, no. don't smell me, no. don't do anything. I'm done. <laughs> Stay away, you bastards. <laughs> oh look. I don't know who was pizza. You. I don't know. Oh. Everyone. Even Cheese better. pizza. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think you, you could have done better than cheese, but you know, if that's what you do, girl, you do you. Classic. That, it's like um, you know? Kevin McAllister, a large cheese pizza. A large cheese me. pizza. That's I'm, exactly okay. it. Small dreams, okay, but you that. know, we live that way. Listen. All right, folks, let's live our dreams and talk shit about the week, shall we? Okay. Tim's favorite section of the TV show. Hot Here we go. Of hot topics. <laughs> I feel like we should, for, for Tim's birthday, we'll just get that as a card that constantly. Yeah. 
It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. That face reminds me of a story. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. If we <laughs> went shopping and you know being plus size women we went to Lane Bryant and they have the wall of bras in Lane Bryant <laughs> and my five year old nephew planted his entire body in the wall of bras and just started moving his hands back and forth <laughs> boobies 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 <laughs> oh my god it reminded me of that face you made <laughs> and, that's how, and that's how we know I do that I do that at all Christina's family's functions. They're uh, I think they're getting tired of it though. Boobies, boobies, boobies. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a thing. It's uh, we've gotten used to it by now. Joe's starting to love it though. We have done. Yeah. <laughs> Bad influence. Bad influence. <laughs> my niece right, we'll has boobs and she tells all, all her friends, I got my boobs from my dad. All right. Let's start with, it's, it's like the life cycle. This week has been about like the life cycle. So we're going to start, we're going to start at the reverse. We've had a couple of celebrity deaths this week. Actor, with a capital O-R, Alan Arkin. That's a bit of a bummer, right? That's, yeah. that's a tough one. That's, that's a tough yes. one. That's a tough one. He's a bit of a legend. That is a tough one. Very sad. Yeah. You don't realize how much people do until you look at their I like IMDb. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, like, you're a busy yeah. man in your lifetime. Imagine having that kind of long. I mean, we we have this, so God help future generations of our families that look <laughs> that look back in the in this web sphere and find this show. But you know, yeah. this is our this is our immortality. But imagine having like pieces of art like that to to look back on and go. This was my life. This is my life's work. That's amazing. Yeah. But you know, he had a good run too. That's not it's you know, it's always sad when someone passes, but yeah. If you leave behind, you know, a a super strong body of work and every, I haven't heard anyone say he was a bad dude either. So that's at the end of your life, that's where yeah, you're gonna right. get to. You know, good dude, yeah. good well, life. He was acting right up till the end. Didn't he just do something last year? Yeah, he's a busy lad. But people that's what people do these days. I mean, that Carrie Fisher movie, Carrie Fisher's last movie is getting released this year. She died like seven years ago. So she's like, there are these movies that are just sitting around. You're like, oh, I get to see you again. That's nice. Yeah. This next one's a little bit niche, but um, for anyone that is of my age group, you'll, prob- you'll probably remember Coco Lee. She was a pop star. She's a, a pop star from Hong Kong, but she had a hot minute in the sun here in America and Australia well, globally when she did the song from Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. She was the first uh, Asian uh, hum, hum, yeah, I think first no, first, yeah, first Asian performer to sing at the at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the Oscars wow. and she was Chanel's first um, Chinese um, brand ambassador. She had like a pop career here, but she she um had a long lasting career of thirty years. But at forty eight years old, she committed suicide. Wow! At oh, geez. at forty eight years old, which proves like it's it's not a it's not a thing that happens to the young. It's not a thing that happens to the old. Yeah, it's something that happens to or it can happen to all of us, and and just always pinpoints how important mental health is and 
checking on the people that you love and making sure they're really okay. You know what I mean? Like we always say, always checking on people, but go go with your gut. You can normally tell when someone's not okay. Like there are usually signs, and if you ever do need to speak to someone, please do. Like there are so many avenues this that this day and age for you to speak to someone, even if it's not someone that you know and have an intimate relationship with, sometimes that's easier. But the world is a better place with you still in it. Don't, you know, don't do a very permanent prob- uh, situation. Can't speak. Very permanent solution permanent to temporary problems. Problem. Yeah, it's just, I, I just, it's sad. I used to get really angry about suicide. I just feel sad for people now that, you know, you get to that point where you think the only other option is is for you to be gone. And that's, yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Pretty sad. Oh, Lashana brings up a good point. And I haven't done an article about it yet because it happened kind of in the weird hour here. Did y'all hear about Britney getting slapped in Vegas? No. No. So Britney, Britney, no. I, I, think, I think the most important thing that we need to... Britney is alive, people. She has been okay. seen. And not, not only has she been seen, she's been seen <laughs> in Vegas by masses of people. And she got backhanded by an NBA player's security guard in a casino. Why? Restaurant. Talk what about infantilizing. <laughs> so she, this, I don't, I've, I don't really follow basketball, but so she, um, she, she and Sam, her husband, are fans of this basketball player. She saw him. She thought she would go up and introduce herself because you know there were fans everywhere anyway for him for her. Like she was spotted going into the casino, so of course. Britney Spears sighting in the wild is rare these days. People are like, <gasps> yeah. She went on and tapped this guy on the shoulder, and the security guards turned around, smacked her so hard that she fell to the ground and her glasses flew off. So Jesus. there was some heft. There was some heft behind this contact. And um, Britney's, yeah. Brittany actually got up and apologized and they apologized to her and then the security security teams had a meeting, but they've pressed charges against the security guard for for yeah. battery, which I mean that's an extreme reaction to have to a woman coming up to a man. Like right? yeah. what's why is your first reaction to smack? Like why wouldn't you just like grab a hand? Like not even that, smack like, if you're secure back, backhand. backhand. So like, yeah, like, like, like yeah. That's yeah, intense. That that is Shit. intense. Like, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna play devil's. I'm just playing yeah. devil's advocate. Like, was his back to her, and like he kind of just reacted to someone coming up and happened to catch her. But, but it wasn't, it wasn't him. It was his bodyguard. So she tapped him on the. Shoulder. No, no, that's what I mean. But that's what I'm saying. Like, was his bodyguard maybe his back to her also? And like you, you know, you see a hand kind of come over the top, and you just kind of react. Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate because I don't know the story. I'm. But, you know, was it like a reactionary thing? Like, oh, hey, you know, like, a, what is that type of thing? Or did he just like, was he like, that's pretty spirit, she needs to get backhanded? Yeah, I, I, um, no, he, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll definitely see the footage probably, unless, you know, it's been sequestered for evidence. But, you know, she, yeah, yeah. I would assume she's just done the tap over the shoulder and got the, she tapped the, the basketball hit. player, right? Not yeah. the security guard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you can't know that the security guard knew who she was. You can't right. know that he wasn't just react, 
Yes, you give me the eyes because you know who Brittany is and you breathe Brittany every day. But... I, yeah. I don't breathe her every day, but you see that watery eyeliner coming up, you know what, you know who that is. <laughs> you see those ra- you see those ratty you see those ratty extensions, that watery black eyeliner. Yeah. Like, poor Brittany. Yeah. She's like yeah. you can tell she just did stagnate at that early teenage year where she thought heavy black she thinks heavy black eyeliner is the answer to everything. Yeah, she, oh, she's I miss I miss those days. I miss those days when you know everything was fixed by some heavy black eyeliner, twirling, yeah. twirling, lots of twirling. <laughs> we love. I wish my problems were solved by twirling. Apparently, she's put. She's going to be bankrupt by the end of the year anyway. So, whoops. Oh, <laughs> There's oh, the billion. And, yeah, because now we're fa- we're finding the billions of dollars that Daddy spent. How mm. is Britney Spears? going to be bankrupt by the end of the year. Everyone's like, oh, she's being irresponsibly spending. I'm like, that doesn't add up. How does she have the yeah. highest selling perfume brand ever in the world, ever, and yeah. music royalties, and you know, licensing and all that thing, and be bankrupt by the end of the year. All the bitch does is stand in a house, spin around and go to Hawaii for some time. Like, sometimes. That's about <laughs> it. Like it's not a, it's not an expensive life. It's not an expensive yeah. life, <laughs> but you know, yeah. that's that's how you deal with it. Someone else who is who we haven't thought about for a hot minute, and I was really hoping Jeffrey would be here to discuss. But um, Heather Locklear, oh, now I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw yeah. this, but she was um, she was caught just behaving erratically in Malibu last week. Uh, she was walking along the ledges. So this doesn't show you how far off the ground this actually was. That's the top of a dumpster in the photo. But um, oh, okay. she was walk- She was at her therapist's office and um, got yeah, snapped talking to herself, walking along a ledge, like a, at least a six-foot ledge, um, writing in her journal, getting angry and yelling at her journal and putting it in her bag and talking to herself all while waiting for her um, boyfriend slash partner to pick her up. Um, and he was just sitting in the car park waiting for her to be ready. So um, Heather has had some um, pretty serious mental health and alcohol issues in um, wow. recent years. And it looks like, you know, that it's they may be back or they may be public. <laughs> well- Publicly on it view. It looks like a prednisone face, though. Yeah, she looks. She looks like she's on prednisone. She look. Look, she, we're not going to judge her on her appearance. She's. She's. You know. No, she's I, a, it's not, it's, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. It's purely medical, drug, but it does create that rounded face. It's not like she yeah. gained weight. It's just her no, face. It, exactly. And everyone's like, she looks disheveled. She looks this. She looks that. I'm like, bitch, she's looks like she's having. Bitch looks like she's having a tough day. Like, I can't yeah, imagine like, what it's like a rough fucking morning. <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine what it'd be like to go outside the house and be like, oh, here they are. Okay. Right I don't here. even want anybody to, to take my picture ever. Like, oh my God. No. I couldn't imagine walking out and just like having random people try to take pictures of me every fucking day. Like when, like, when you got to bring the bins in and it's raining and you're wearing your pajamas. Yeah. You're like, oh God. Yeah, that's no. where the millionaires have it. That's where the millionaires got it right. Put right? on a full face for a therapist. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just talk to the mailbox before. Like, ooh, I'm here. I'm ready. Um, Look, we wish Heather well. I just, she, yeah, she kind of after what was it? What was that Michael J. Fox show? Spin City. Mm. That was the last thing she did, right? Wow, really? I can't. I can't think of her doing anything else after that. Oh, I guess before. Melrose Place before that. Yeah, I was going to say cameos here and there. I'm sure. But for someone that was kind of, you know, whoa, she she really faded away. Really, really faded away. There you go. I feel like she was more famous earlier just for being married to Richie Sambora and being smoking hot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she wasn't in a whole lot. Like, a few, like, Wayne's World cameos, like you were saying, you know, things like that. Like, she never really, like, starred in anything or other than Melrose Place. And then, I don't even think she was a regular on that Spin City show. Yeah, she no, she stepped in, like, later in the run in Spin City. But she was in TJ Hooker, right? Vera? Yeah, Vera says yes. <laughs> Vera uh, you know, says yes. Correct. She was. <laughs> yeah. That old TV show, yeah. Yeah, in the 80s. Yeah. So she had, she had like an 80s, 90s, early 90s career. So I guess that's three decades. It's not nothing. But yeah, still, no, like, absolutely. She disappeared. Off the fa- I liked it. She was so good on Melrose Place being a royal cunt. I was like, oh, <laughs> Amanda. Amanda was the bitch. She's like, oh, she got to smack <laughs> us out. She got to smack us out. Oh, girl. Jeffrey. <laughs> and Jeffrey, and I, at this point, Jeffrey and I'd be like, oh, I remember when this happened. Oh, I remember when that happened. <laughs> we love Melrose Place. It's all good. They don't make shows like that anymore. I guess they can't, but they don't make shows like that anymore. But the drama is, the, the tea is hot, the drama is everywhere. Donnie, I love this photo. <laughs> this photo is like, you said what? <laughs> this photo just makes me happy. He looks he looks very upset. And and I guess with with good right to be upset because his former press secretary has kind of cut ties in a big official way, I guess we would say. Here she is. Uh, well, she certainly uh made it so she won't be his next press secretary should he win the election. Yeah, she, she, is, um, <laughs> she has cut ties in a way, um, you know, breaking rank with the uh, with the Trump narrative against Hunter Biden. Now, last week, or sorry, week over the weekend, wasn't it? I'm so lost as to what day it is when I don't work. Um, there was a white substance found at the White House. <gasps> Huge surprise. So, of course, being the upstanding gentleman that he hit, the upstanding gentleman that he is, we go, drug problem. It had to be Hunter Black. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a low. It's a pretty low blow. I didn't it's hear a about low, I'm sorry. It's, it's a pretty low shit. blow. No pun intended. Especially, yeah. especially when yeah, you no see some intended. of Donald uh, Jr.'s tweets. Yeah. Has anybody I mean, looked at Donald Jr.'s tweets lately? Let's look at. Let's look at the yeah. noses of let's look at the noses of your children when they were young. I don't daughter. follow any of them on Twitter. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> Every time Donald Jr. is on, he's a slurry, crying mess. He's just like, this is ridiculous. My it's daddy. Really awesome. my, my daddy. My daddy. Oh, people are being mean to my daddy. 
man up. But anyway, <laughs> that's what Nepo babies oh. can't handle. They can't handle it. So um, uh, Kaylee Bikini has unwittingly actually gone along with the official White House line that how does how does a bag of white powder, any kind of white powder, stay undiscovered in the White House for seventy two plus hours? Not just undiscovered, but undiscovered in a location where tourists coming in for White House tours leave their cell phones and their cameras. And there had been three or four tours since the Bidens left the White House. Yeah, they weren't even in the building. But no, yeah. your son had a drug problem. I, it's I thought that. that. I because I, I I mean I don't even know if it's real or not. But there was I thought I had listened to a recording of the 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 back and forth about when they found it, and I thought that where they found it there was no tours allowed, or the tours don't go through there. I don't know. I, I'm asking. Times, I don't know. The New York Times said it was found in a locker room where people leave cameras and uh, cell phones. Oh, I thought they said. Oh, yeah, I had heard that it was in a library or something. That in a in some library. Well, according to Trump, it was feet from the old. Yeah, here, yeah. Here's Donnie's. Here's Donnie's. <laughs> here's Donnie's tweet that, of course, he had to put on uh, Truth Social because you know. <laughs> but, Does anybody but, really believe that the cocaine that was found in the West Wing, you know, in the West Wing of the White <laughs> House, very close to the Oval Office, is for the use of any other than Hunter and Joe Biden? This is from the man who's known to snort oh, and Adderall. Oh, and do we I, really I, think, you know... I don't think Joe's on the blow, just quietly. No, I don't think so. I'm talking about Trump. Trump is I know, but I don't think Joe's on the blow. He's he's going, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) he's on blow. I'm like, I don't think his little heart could handle it. Joe? Joe's Joe's confused at the best of times. I don't think he needs to get on the blow. Could you imagine? I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with you. The media likes to show Joe losing his word, but that's ableism. It's a stutter. He's with and let's, uh, let's let's be real. Who spent their time in Studio 54? It was Donnie, right? Donnie yeah. is the <laughs> notorious cocaine playground studio. Donnie's 54. the one who snorts prescription Adderall. His runners have said that from the uh when he did the apprentice, and also one of his uh White House aides said it in their book. There's more than one person saying that Donald Trump gets prescription Adderall. And snorts it rather than take it, or oh. like you're supposed to. Why would you want a lot of people who do that? Oh, why? I mean, in high school. In, in high school. Not, like, not, I don't know, like a lot of people now. I don't want to. I, I knew time. a lot of people. <laughs> Christina's defamatory statements. Like, Me and Tim are just like, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> I gotta go clean the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get so much yard work done. It's insane. Different. It's a different uh, kind of high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's not my bag. I, like, oh. I think it's the deviated septum. I'm like, that's stuck there. I can't. Never done it. Never done it. Have zero interest. It burns. I've never done drugs. I've smoked pot. That's it. I've never done anything. It does burn. That, I've never done it. A marijuana, water, pussy, 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 marijuana. You know, that, that clip came up the other day. I was and like, yeah, what? This, this whole thing, to me, like, 
you know, like when I first heard about it, whatever I was watching, when I, when they talked about it, Hunter was actually the last one that popped in my head. I didn't think about him at all because I was just, I would think that they would want him as far away from the white house currently with everything that's going on. But, um, even that, I was just kind of like, this is such a non-issue. Like, who really, who really gives a shit if someone in the fucking administration is is doing rails somewhere in the fucking White House? Like, who? I'm sure there's so much work that goes on in all these presidents' fucking, you know, White House administration. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, I'm pretty sure it's not the first dime bag to ever find its way into the White House. I I hope it was Nancy Reagan doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this can't be. I'm sure there was. Her psychic brought it in with her. Nancy's <laughs> like, no, Paul Vinny. You can't tell me Nixon wasn't doing something. Monica Lewinsky, hello. Monica, possibly, yeah. yes. That was a different one. 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 That also burns when it gets up your nose, too, though. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, Can't tell me Nixon wasn't doing something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird world. It's a weird world where that, like, I don't know, a low, low blow. I, and... I just find it remarkable that somebody who was so close to Trump really logicked it out and said, well, it's probably <sighs> not Hunter's. That's the part I find. Did they finally about. figure out that it was probably just a guest of the of the tour? I can't believe like, they don't have they video tape who was in that room. Yeah, put, yeah. I can't believe um, it was yeah. a video, but who knows? It's just yeah, low blows, and Colorado dealt a low blow <laughs> this, this week it. as well. Who has it now, though? <laughs> who knows, Christina? So yeah. <laughs> America continues to wander backwards. Um, we're having an interesting conversation against freedom of speech and the Constitution and LGBTQIA plus rights. And again, I feel like we're, we're every couple of months we go backwards and In have a circle, yeah, like a circle, like the same conversation, and we have the same issues popping up. So the Supreme Court has ruled this week, or this week, yeah, late last week, that the constitutional right to free speech will allow certain businesses to refuse to provide services for same-sex weddings, ruling in favour of a web designer who created, uh, who is who cited her Christian beliefs, which is the problem statement, in a Colorado anti-discrimination lawsuit. Now... This is not great news for LGBTQI plus rights. That's something that is so recent is, you know, rescinded upon. But look at Wade versus Roe. Nothing is is safe well, in this world at the moment. Everyone wants to renegotiate the contract every couple of years. Let's look at the case, though. Let's Before we get into whether we're going backwards or not, let's look at this case. This case was bought by this web designer. And when you bring a court case to the Supreme Court, you have to have what they call standing. And standing means a current issue. So she cited a specific client and she gave his name. And that client came forward and said, not only is this untrue, but I'm not gay and don't use my name. This never happened. 
and the Supreme Court still heard this case, even though the standing was completely bogus. So don't be telling me that this Supreme Court is not partisan hacks. They are. They broke years and years and years of judicial precedence to hear this case with on a supposition or an issue that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's like ulterior motive much, but that's okay. You know, we'll take anything. But I, I got initially, I was like, oh, but then I was like, you know, freedom of speech does work both ways. Oh, right? absolutely. So there's nothing stopping anyone well, and everyone from having from having their opinion. And, you know, it is your right. It, like when you own a business, it is your right to serve who you want to serve and all that kind of thing. But it is also the people's right to speak. Well, well, this is so. Like when I when I saw that that Go when through. I saw <laughs> that this you know that that was posted on um on this on our social media. Um, you know, I felt like how you just said, I was like, unfortunately it does work both ways. Right. And then I like, I've been thinking about it all week kind of on and off. And it's like, what's unfortunate about humanity is as long as anybody has free will and free thought, shit like this will always go on. Right. They, like, and that's what's sad is that we will, somebody will always have a problem with black people. Somebody will always have a problem with gay or, or LGBTQ Somebody will always have a problem with men. Someone will always have a problem with women. Someone will always have a problem with Asians. Like, as long as humans can think for themselves and can breed this hate and, and this, um, you know, any sort of prejudice for other people based on whatever nonsense that they're basing it on, like, we're never going to get out of that fully, fully. You know, we hope that as, as, a, as, a, as a culture, we can come to a more common understanding and those people will be the outliers but it's like you know you like <clears throat> a lot of people i talk to you know we're kind of like we don't even understand like i don't see it i'm sorry i'm, I'm running around in circles here when i spoke to my brother-in-law um over the summer i said tell me how you're seeing racism because i don't see it like i'm i'm not seeing it be mostly because i'm a white male so i his don't see it his, so his he was explaining to me my brother-in-law is black so he was explaining to me like, you know, what it meant and where he was, where he was getting it. And it, it's hard because you do have pockets of people like me who, when I talk to my friends and I talk, we're like, what is going on? Like, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're transgender. Like, I, you, you know what I mean? Like I, I live by, I'm going to do me. You're going to do you. And as long as our pads don't like cross violently where anybody's getting hurt, then I don't care, you, you know, well, but there are these people out there, these pockets of people who are just loud and obnoxious, who make it seem like the rest of us are part of that narrative, and it's just not true. And I feel bad, you know, like, I, I don't know, I just, I, it's shitty. It's, and I just feel like it's just, it's hard to defeat, you know. That's my biggest problem with this, is that if you go out and you just ask Joe Schmo, completely nonpartisan, don't ask what party they belong, how do you feel about gay rights? 70%, 7 out of 10 Americans, like, yeah, just let them be. Let, you know, yeah. 70%. That's the majority. Why is 30% making the rules for the rest of us? Because they're loudest. They have, they're loud, they have yeah. the money, and they weaponize their religion in a way that 
can hurt people when religion is supposed to be something yeah. that brings people that brings people solace and comfort and all that kind of thing. And right. you know, as as the sign says, like we're supposed to love everyone, right? You don't get to pick and choose on the yeah, scripture I mean, like, from I'm, I'm, 1977. <laughs> I, I'm a I, I'm a Catholic. I went to a Catholic university. Uh, my grandmother is a Eucharistic minister. I mean, I was I was raised in the church, but my grandmother also had a son who was homosexual and she never turned her back on him. She never, you know, made him feel less than, or, or she never even brought it up. Like it was, it was never an issue with us growing up, you know, like it was just like, Oh, okay. Uncle Matthew was gay. You know, it was just the way that it was. So it bothers me when I see people in the name of God, you know, or in the name of their religion, like hide behind that and say, well, it's my, it's my freedom of religion you know, to pursue that and, and you know you can't tell me otherwise you know it, it's well, it's bullshit because i was also raised catholic my mother sorry, taught in a catholic school and i ate lunch in the convent every day when i was in second third and fourth grade so i was raised in the catholicism as well and when back in our day we had guitar mass and we sang kumbaya and god is love and where is the jesus of the 60s and the <laughs> 70s who said you know Whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers, that you do unto me. Where is this Jesus in this Christianity? Right. Right. Yeah. And, like, I, I actually yeah. just saw this great. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no you go. You go. All good. Uh, no, I'm just saying I happened to see a TikTok before, and it was it was from a TV show. You know, it was an outtake from a TV show. Um, what was that show West Wing where Martin Sheen was the president? And there was a woman who said something who spoke out against homosexuality. And he's like, didn't you just say something like homosexuality is vulgar? And she's like, no, the Bible says that. And he goes, oh, okay. So should I kill my mother because she wears clothes, um, you know, made of two different types of thread or my brother who works on the Sabbath or, you know, he like rattled off all these like ancient biblical texts, you know, about killing or like, you know, football players who touch the skin of a dead pig. And, and it's like, these are all also written in the Bible. We choose to overlook those and focus on, you know, the, oh, you know, homosexuality is vulgar or whatever. How about it's, it's almost laughable, but it's sad. It's, it's just, it's, it's obnoxious. Yeah, and it's it's just weaponizing, weaponizing something that's meant to, you know, as we said, bring people solace and peace in order to further an agenda that is not there. No. It is not there. Like, I don't know, like, they, they say that they study, like, these people say that they study the Bible. But do they study the history of the Bible and when the Bible was, you know, changed to suit the modern narratives? Yeah. You know, when, back when yeah. there was actually no reference to homosexuality there, there in the Bible. In the apostles. Yeah, you know, this Before if the they if they claim to study this ancient text, let's be honest, it is not an autobiographical account. It is a belief system that someone has written down. It is not the verbatim word of, you know, well, God. Let's Bible, be honest. <laughs> the word Bible means library. Yeah. So, In the original text, it means collection of stories. It's like, it's, it would be like me, it would be me like going, I only choose to live my life the way the Babysitter's Club has taught me to. And if you go against the belief of the Babysitter's Club, you are all going to be damned to hell forever. 
it's I'm not reality. The it's not the reality. <laughs> we are living the Hunger Games, literally. Um, I think that you have to be, and I'm not a religious person. I have like have religion in your heart, live your life the way you would like to live your life. But when it comes to weaponizing that religion against other people is where you have a problem because mm. most, most religions are not violent in their core, in, yeah. their, in their texts, you know, in their core belief system. It's not like you're going to, unless, I don't know, you get virgins when you go, you know, when you go in the afterlife. But who wants I'm, that many? Who wants to sleep with that many virgins? Oh, sounds exhausting. Talk about high maintenance. Who wants to sleep with that many virgins? Christina's back. Yay! She has. She was like to say, I was raised in a Catholic Republican household, and I lost my religion before I lost my party. <laughs> Right. Let's so well, these are these are old fashioned, you know, old fashioned ideas. Let's talk about a couple more because this has been a tangent that I didn't expect. Uh, this week on an Australian on an Australian uh, talkback radio show, there was the story of a young woman whose marriage ended on her wedding night when she refused to have sex with her husband. So anyone who has had a wedding or is about to go through a wedding, Tim, um, knows that, you know, the wedding day is the wedding day is the Hunger Games for most people. It is survival of the fittest. You're fighting to get through. Um, and old, I don't blame her. Old love was exhausted at the end of the day. And she's like, no, not in the mood. Old mate. Next, the next morning, <laughs> the first day of their married life, says, I want a divorce because you didn't have sex with me on the <laughs> wedding night. They were divorced two weeks later. So <laughs> they were she's se- better off. <laughs> they yeah. separated yeah. on the day. It's just like, wow, wow, that's I intense. Say, I, I did not have sex on my wedding night because we got back to the hotel around 1.30. In the morning, no, even later, probably around two. And then my cousins were in my bedroom, like in the hotel room, uh, taking out all my extensions and just talking and smoking cigarettes and just talking about the night till like four o'clock in the morning. I, and then we had to go to my mom's the next day for brunch. So there was, there was, I was out like a light by five o'clock in the morning. And no, no, I, there was no time. That's the thing. Like, I think it's again this old school romantic, not even romanticized, but like, yeah, romanticized notion of what a wedding is and what happened. Like, you're you're, you're pure spirits because you've never touched anyone else in your lives are going to come together on your wedding night and have a (laughs) magical baby that is gifted from above that will solve all your problems. One time, like, no, baby, that's not how it happens. No. Did they did they have relations prior, or this would have been the first time? I think you would have to know. Like that is something you would have to know, right? Yeah. I think in yeah. the modern it, it's quite rare unless you are right. That's what I'm saying. Like, how often does that happen anymore? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I feel like people get in this situation because they feel the need to get married. They feel the need to get married. They're like, oh, you have to get married. You've been with your partner for X, Y, Z years. You need to get married. You should get married. You better get married. What are you going to do? You're not married. You're not married. Yeah. You're not married. What are you, why are you married? What's going on? It's like, no. it's, some people aren't meant to get married. And if you, I don't know, if you know 
this is a conversation that we've had on a couple of different shows, right? I I think that in this modern evolved world, you should be able to have that conversation where if someone is like, yo, I have a higher, higher sex drive than you. Is this an issue? If it's an issue, what can we, and, and we love each other and we want to stay together as a couple, what do we do about that? Instead of going, oh, I want to bang. I don't want to bang. Problems, problems explode. Do you know what I mean? Honesty and knowing your partner comes into that in a big way. Why would you commit to marriage if you know that you're incompatible in that way? You can love, you can love someone. I, I don't, and I don't mean sex and love have to go hand in hand. You can love someone, but if you know that your partner's, you know, I don't know, love language or sense of coupledom, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is highly sexually based, and you're not that person. Wouldn't you have that conversation before you try and commit to a, a, a wedding and marriage? That's just me. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's no, a lot. <laughs> but this is what it, like, people it, feel the pressure. It's it's crazy because like it's not even like that conversation should be forced. I mean, if you've been together for that that period of time, you, you would know those conversations would just naturally occur. You know, like, hey, yeah. I want to know more about you. Wouldn't you want to know more about me? What, like, why you're dating? I mean, like, you know, the beginning of dating. So, yeah. like, to end the up first getting married two, and, like, then the first two weeks is like this. Is... Yeah, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we all know. The first yeah. two weeks is like, yeah! Then yeah. life has to settle down. Like, <laughs> life has to settle down. No one That's can keep that pace. <laughs> no can... I, I, look, more power too if you can keep that pace. But like, there comes a time where things have to level out, and you get to no. know the per- you get to know the person more than your just your attraction, your animal physical attraction to them. Yeah, you ha- you have to get to know someone to. Right. I don't know. That's but just me. <laughs> if you're getting married, you've made a commitment. You're gonna divorce someone in two weeks because of one night. Yeah, right. You're not worth her time. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, Dude, yeah she, she's, Goodbye. Yeah. She has dodged a bullet, and someone yeah. else that needs to probably look at the bullets that are um, being aimed their way is Kiki Palmer. She, have you guys heard about this story? So, Kiki Palmer, actress, singer, TV show presenter, etc. Recently, a new mother was um, at the Usher show. In um, you know, in Vegas, whooping it up, having a good night out with the girls, and her partner, her baby daddy, said, "Put on some clothes. You're a mother." Are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah. On social, on social media as well. On social media, so you can have that opinion in your own home. I think you can have that opinion in your own right, home. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. To put it... If I had that ass, I'd be wearing that outfit to work. Amen. No. <laughs> if I had that ass, I'd be fucking walking around like that shit too. Are you, I... are you... less, bitch? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak as a heterosexual male. <laughs> I I find that. I, I find if my partner or my wife, whatever, were to do that, I wouldn't go to social media. Number one, that's I, I, that so like that's a conversation we have in private, hundred percent. But I do have a conversation because I find it degrading to me that we're supposed to. We just talk about how in this day and age we don't have to get married, right? So like we can't say marriage, but if you choose to have a baby with me and we're partners and we're going to go through this together, then have some respect for me because 
there, every single man in that room, including whatever Archer, whatever, whoever she's on stage with, is thinking about her inappropriately and thinks that if she's dressing like that, which I know is, is, may not be the way that she's trying to present herself, but if she's dressing, dressing like that, then she wants people to give her attention on it. And it's not usually going to be good attention, especially from most men. I'm telling you as a heterosexual male, what we but are thinking that, about when someone walks in a room like that. Okay. Isn't that and I'm not saying it's else. fair. I'm not no, saying no. it's fair. Yeah. But, okay. That's so someone else's a, problem, right? That's, that's, that shouldn't be your problem. Exactly. Well, it's me. It's her partner's well, problem. That's what I'm lot. saying. Like, have some respect for me. Like, why do you need to show your ass to all those people? If you're if you're confident in and, and comfortable in the relationship that me and you have, so that's why. But like, that's why she's doing. Do that's why you she's, don't need to have your ass out. But that's why I'm, she's doing. She's comfortable gonna, enough to come home to you and dress I however she wants. My fucking shit. Any goddamn. Yeah, but if but if if I'm your partner and we have a conversation and I say, listen, I understand that you know your sexuality, whatever. Like, I'm not saying you can't dress provocatively. But to have your ass out makes me, as your partner, feel uncomfortable. Why can't you respect that? But Why was can't that be a conversation or was that an order? Exactly, because the follow-up is what is troublesome. No, yeah? I'm, yeah. No, 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 I'm, no. I'm yeah. just saying for me. I'm not saying yeah, what yeah. he said. I'm, I'm like taking also, social media and all that, that is different. I'm, I'm just, just saying gonna, as, a, as a male yeah. in a relationship, that's what I would do. And then depending on what her retort was or you know, what that conversation played out, we would have to have more conversations down the road about whether or not this was going to work. But yeah, gotta... I'm just saying, in, in the moment, I need you to understand that that makes me uncomfortable, and I don't, and I feel like it's it's disrespecting me if we yeah. have that conversation and it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And we, but we know. Is. But I, I, I mean, as me as as a partner in that situation, I would be upset. We're gonna we're gonna move the conversation forward a little bit because Tim, like, as everybody's entitled to their opinions, but when you show your hand further is when there's a problem because after the tweet about, um, you know, you're a mother, this came out as well. We live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of to his kids to showcase her booty cheeks to please other, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation, and I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Now, I don't believe they're actually married either. So, first of all... I'll, is it a conversation make... or is it an order? <laughs> That's yeah, the, the, the language is um, quite aggressively um, self-centered and dominant. I, what I believe, what I, 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 if it is a mutual relationship, should it be what we believe, what we have discussed, how we feel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, um, what's his name? Darius Dalton. You're showing, you're showing your hand a little bit, Darius, and it's an icky one. And he, like, you lost, you lost me. Looks like it's a like, backhand. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> are you Britney Spears's like fucking NBA guard friends? Fucking um, whatever. She didn't Britney Spears. Yeah. Say, like, as a as a straight, you know, woman, right? If I had her body, right, <laughs> and I was able to go out looking like that. Okay, like say for my sister's bachelorette party, right? Like I bought a sexy shirt and yeah, I wore it out and I felt 
fucking amazing. And did I get more attention at uh, a place because I was wearing a, a sexy shirt or just because I was more confident with myself? I don't know. Maybe it was because I had a lower cut shirt on, but who gives a shit? It makes me feel good because guess what? I Maybe uh, the attention is, is you know, it makes me but it should but this is the thing and, and like, what what we're trying to say as well exactly it shouldn't matter like it shouldn't matter what you think other people are thinking about people because in the grand scheme of things if your relationship is solid that and she was confident enough to go out like that she's first of all she's a celebrity so yeah. people are going to be looking at her anyway no matter if she's wearing a caftan or nothing at all you now know? she wore people, that outfit to therapy yeah, yeah, right. She wore it to if she wore it to marriage counseling, exactly. biblical marriage counseling, she'd be okay. But I, I think that we've got to get past this. Like other people's opinions, well, the 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 phrase opinions are like assholes are quite true. Everyone has one. It doesn't mean you have to look at it. It doesn't mean us other people's assholes get to wipe their stank on you. It's just you know, you do you and be. Not as as Tim says, don't worry about other people's fucking shit. Worry about your shit and your shit together. Yeah. And if you're strong together, I, it shouldn't matter what the outside world throws at you. I get that that's a provocative outfit, but she's out with the girls. Yeah, you know. And exactly. yes, men are looking at her. And yes, some women derive, you know, something from that attention. You know, I, I just think that it should be a conversation, not in order. And if it's pri- and pri- conversation media, in private. Private. I don't have to say that, like, as the girls are getting ready and she's putting that on, all the girls are hyping her up. Like, it's not. I don't think it's more about like, oh, how many guys can I get to look at myself? It's more or less like, I look good and I feel good in this outfit finally. And yeah, I as a new mother. And I want to look good as as good as I can. Like, I, it's not about male attention it's really about the self-confidence boost that it gives you like again because you're in front of all your girls you take pictures oh my god you look it's a double it but it is a double-edged sword i could you know it's just yeah. it's how we all are and i it's i a, i love that it's, like and yeah, I, I would it's be a du- her up and smacking her ass the entire fucking night and yeah it's a double-edged you know, sword though because we shouldn't really crave other people's attention to make us feel good it's blah 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 right. so it's not a conversation that we're gonna ever have the right answer to but yeah. i think we can all agree that making it play out in social media is where it went wrong yeah that's too much yeah, it's yeah, like you know 100%. have that conversation at home you know if you are if you have such and- a strong belief standard and whatnot have it at home just for the record, just for the record, Melissa had um, gastric bypass surgery in February, and I want her to feel sexy and confident when she. I tell her all the time, like, "Wow, you know, your butt looks good in those pants. You should wear this top." Like, well, don't, don't stop and and do that. But again, I, I think that it's important that if that's how they're feeling, you need to have that conversation. Because exactly. I, I completely understand wanting to feel confident and all that, but there are some insecure men, and that may be the man's issue, but you need to come to that that ground ground and have that yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah especially yeah. when you both have a, a profile. You don't do that on social media. That's yeah. just Neanderthal, caveman, you be probably yeah, yeah. Yeah, banging you on the head, dragging you back to the cave. It's, yeah. it's, it's immature. It's like, have an yeah. adult like a fucking man. Like, you want to be yeah. a man, you want to be her man, 
then you know what? In your traditional, fucking marry her. But are not legitimate? Yep. And then you know what I mean? And then have a fucking conversation with your wife. You know what yeah, I mean? Because I'm sure I'm sure he's out having fun with the boys too. So let's I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure he's out doing shit. So all right, all right, Vish. We know she's overheated, but is she steaming? Because it's that time <laughs> of the show. It's time for Vera Okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one, and uh, we already talked about one of the big uh, lows that the partisan Supreme Court made last week. Uh, another one of their big decisions was the ruling against the student loan debt forgiveness. And I want to talk about this for a little bit. Um, when the student loans were originally started in the 1960s, they were a no interest loan. And it was completely run by the federal government. Then as the years progressed, they became they moved the interest rate up to 0.9%. And then in the Reagan era, when they started to privatize things, they started to sell off the student debt. And when they sold it off, they sold it to predatory lenders, like the Prince family, who's made billions off of student loans. And I say that again, billions off of student loans. The average student in this country is borrowing $2,500, I'm sorry. The average cost of education is $85,000. Now this, when the student loan program was founded, was $2,000 was the annual cost of education. And if that annual cost of education had gone up at the rate of inflation, you would be able to have an education for $5,000 a year, including books and living. The current cost is $85,000 for the four years. The cost of education has skyrocketed. Now there's a lot of different arguments about why that is, but the reality is it is skyrocketing. Um, and I'm not talking about Debbie Downer, who went to school to study Hebrew women's studies in the ashram. You know, I'm talking about people going to law school and people going to med school, people who are supposed to be able to make $100,000 upon graduation or even more, are coming out of college with half a million dollars in debt. And now that this debt is sold off to predatory lenders, they're not paying off at 9% or 0.9%. Or They're paying off at rates higher than a college loan. I was caught in a predatory lending cycle. When I graduated from Syracuse University, my, degree, my student loans were roughly $10,000. By the time they were completely paid off, I ended up paying $17,000 and I did end up going into default for a short time. Um, I know firsthand what predatory lending does. To, it affected my credit for my entire life. It affected the jobs I got. Because somewhere in the 1990s, Ronald Reagan throwbacks, they made it 
legal for state and federal employers to say, if you have outstanding student loan debt, we don't have to hire you. So I was making $11,000 at a privatized institution, not able to pay it back and not able to get into a federal or state funded unionized position. Student loan debt is a crisis. We have an entire generation of kids behind me, Gen X's and millennials who can't move out. They're not staying at mommy's house because they're afraid to leave the womb. They can't afford to move out. There are hundreds of thousands of people who are living in their freaking cars because they are working every day and still can't afford rent in this predatory market. And everybody and their brother keeps going, who's gonna pay for it? Who's gonna pay for it? You never ask this question when Congress forgave $757 billion in PPE money that was loaned out over the course of COVID. $757 billion was forgiven for people like Ben Shapiro, people like uh, Tucker Carlson, people like the entire Fox News conglomerate, people like Mitch McConnell, people like Kevin McCarthy, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. All these people got PPP loans during COVID and all of those loans got forgiven to the tune of $757 billion. Do you wanna know what it would cost this country to forgive student debt? And they're not forgiving at all. They're forgiving 10 to $25,000, which would still leave some debt for the student to cover. But the total cost of forgiving all canceling student debt would be $30 billion compared to $757 billion. This is a bullshit argument. These kids can't participate in the economy and the economy's gonna show it soon enough. When they can't buy a house, the housing market's gonna crash and the housing market is one of the key economic indicators of uh, fiscal financial wealth in this country. We need to forgive student debt and we need to change this fucking court. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> I looked at mine. <laughs> I looked at what's tax time here in Australia. Uh, I saw my student debt. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, that is not a number I will ever want to see in my life. It's like that's a lot of number. that's a lot of money for something that I've never actually used. It's like, oh god. Yeah. But yeah, it's like oh. and that's it. Vera's exactly right. The housing market here is insane. Like I think it'll happen here before it happens to you guys. The, the interest rates on home loans are skyrocketing. People are losing their homes. They're like, it's hey, ha it's happening. It's happening like, it's happening. Yeah. it's happening. Like, so it's all well and good, but I don't know what you think. People that you like all over TikTok you and everything. There's like people that get usually get two thousand dollars back or fifteen hundred dollars back on tax that I have that have two thousand dollar tax bills this year. I'm like. <gasps> This is a good side, my life, <laughs> my life. But there's always someone worse off, right? There's yeah. always someone worse yeah. off, as as we're going to discover. What the? Now, we've heard a lot of things, right? We've, um, you know, when you're traveling, shit happens. You lose stuff. You leave the airport without a few things, but I can't say I've ever left the airport without my fucking leg. 
So here's the story. A 57-year-old Thai woman had to have her leg amputated after she got caught up in a moving walkway at an airport in Bangkok after a freak accident that is yet to be fully explained by authorities. Uh, 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 that is fucking <laughs> the, so the airport's director said that the incident took place around 8.27 a.m. local time in the southern car- corridor of the domestic passenger terminal. Speaking to a news conference on Thursday, uh, he said that the woman who was travelling to the southern city of, oh, I'm not going to say that, had a severe accident at the end of a moving walkway after her leg became caught in the end of the walkway. What? Wow. It's like Final Destination. That's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I can imagine is like that night, that nightmare scenario where they tell you that your pants or like your shoelace gets caught in the end of it and it keeps pulling you. But what kind of force does that thing have yeah, to take your entire like, fucking leg? Yeah, like what got caught? Like I'm, I need to hear more. I need to hear the full. I need to see a video. But you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't. These things are moving like fifty and a hundred people at a time. Yeah. You know, even if every person's one hundred and fifty yeah. pounds, it's a lot of pink power. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I don't need to see it because I can only like I worked in I worked in a shopping center, so like a shopping mall. I've seen old people get like mangled by those things. It's oh. not pretty. Like when there's wads of skin jammed in them, I can't imagine like a whole <laughs> fucking leg. It's like, oh man, I thought Too July Fourth was all about hot dogs and stuff, not extra skin. <laughs> oh, that's a bad taste in your mouth, but that's what UCR provides—a yeah. bad yeah. taste in your mouth. We are the spit not swallow of podcasts. <laughs> we enjoy it. <laughs> It's okay. Thank you for joining us, folks. You've managed to see us through to completion, speaking of spitting and swallowing. We hope yeah. that next week you're in the same mood that we don't have to get divorced over it because we will be coming <laughs> back at you with more inappropriateness and something on Tuesday. Don't know what yet. Something. We like to keep you guessing on Tuesdays, but there'll always be something. Uh, happy, we'll end with some happy news. Congratulations to Megan Trainer who had a, who's had a second baby. They named him Barry. Thank you, Barry. Barry, okay. Barry <laughs> Bruce. Good old Barry. Name. Barry Bruce Trainer. He sounds Australian. BB. Barry Bruce. Barry oh, Bruce Trainer. Well, she has been. She is a host on a, a judge on Australian Idol these days. So she may have really soaked in the culture oh. while she was here. <clears throat> Yeah, Barry Bruce Trainer. Wonderful. Thank you, Tim, for joining us. Thank you, the lovely Christina. Thank you, Vera. I have been Steve, and until next week, we remain Uncensored Radio. See you later.
So I'm already pretty paranoid at the airport, right? You get off the plane, you're like, do I have my passport? Yes. Do I have my wallet? Yes. Do I have my sunglasses? Yes. I don't want to have to start adding, do I have all my fucking limbs to the list? That's ridiculous. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.